coming up on this episode of Nintendo Cartridge Society, we're swimming around in syrup with cowfish. It's dangerous to go alone, so the Nintendo Cartridge Society goes with you. Welcome to Nintendo Cartridge Society. My name is Patrick Ellers. I am joined, as always, by my co-host, Mark Mitchell. Mark, how is it going today? It's going so good. So happy to be here in the second week of our retro month, celebrating these weird sequels. Weird, And so this this is kind of like the sequel to the first one, right? In in its own weird, mm-hmm. f- unique way. But, you know, like children, I uh, or I guess my own children, I don't have any. Basically, what I was going to say is like a parent who loves their children, I love all of them equally. Uh-huh. Um, I'm going to go on record and say this is my favorite episode of our retro month so far. This is my favorite one so far. And it's only just started, Mark. That's how good I'm feeling right now. Amazing. <laughs> but you were about to say that you wouldn't be able to choose. No, no. It'd be too difficult for me, especially since I don't really know what's coming in the next two weeks. I mean, I know what we're doing, though. I know yes. what we're going to be talking about. Yes. Uh, ex- expertly done. We are going to be talking next week about Star Tropics 2, which, um, sorry, now it is undownloadable from uh, anywhere? The Wii eShop <laughs> has been destroyed, wiped from the face of the earth. Right. So, so sorry about that. Um, hopefully, you find some way to play this game, or if you just want to hear about a weird little uh, relic of Nintendo past, um, the very late stage NES game, Star Tropics 2, we'll be discussing next week. And then the following week, we are going to be discussing Castlevania 2, Simon's Quest, uh, which you can get on either the 3DS or Wii U virtual consoles. Um, those still exist for now. Those do still exist. Uh, so, d- you know, you don't need to worry about that. Those, those e- Mark, those exist they'll uh, always be there you can always count on the 3ds and i don't know that wii u virtual know, console that's a smart like thing the sun rising kind of and setting disinformation here <laughs> i i you know it is possible we're recording a little bit in, in advance here it is possible that uh castlevania 2 gets announced as some of like the nes uh switch online that's like, true that could happen or between now and then they're just like do you know what the 3ds eShop we're over it. It's done. No way. You think they'd abandon it? We're the- shutting it down. Which You guys don't want to buy 3DS games anymore? You don't like Hey Pikmin? All right, fine. We're just turning our back on the 3DS entirely, and you guys are the one who did it. All because you didn't support Hey Pikmin. <laughs> and then it becomes like super vindictive all of a sudden. What? It would be wild if Nintendo abandoned the 3DS virtual console before the Wii U virtual console. Wouldn't that be wild? That would be. Unless they, uh, the only thing, I could see them folding them both at the same time and, like, starting up the Switches, like, all on the same day. And just mm-hmm. like, no, we're moving you all to the Switch. <sighs> Here's something you can do on the Switch. Not play these games, but you could play my copy of Sonic Forces. That's right. All you have to do. Uh-huh. All you got to do is send your address to Nintendo Cartridge Society at, at gmail.com. gmail.com. It was dangerous there. You were, like, leading up to it, and I was like, Mark can't say the first part of it. <laughs> uh, you get to borrow my copy of Sonic Forces. You play it for a little bit. You make an avatar that has, like, glasses and is a bat. Or... Yeah, like a, you're wearing a scarf or something. 
you can definitely wear a scarf. Like, be sure to put a scarf on your character. It's like uh, you're uh, uh, Hibble, the uh, bat, and you are a Sonic character avatar who also goes to Hogwarts. Uh, sorry, did you did you name him Hibble? I did, yeah. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> um, when are we going to get that Sonic the Hedgehog Harry Potter crossover? Oh, man, we're all dying for it. Like, that's a game I would actually, that's a Sonic game I would play day one, hands down, no questions. Mm-hmm, 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 mm-hmm. Man, the fic about that would be out of control. <laughs> Harry Potter and Sonic the Hedgehog at the same time? I don't know that anyone would be able to deal with it. Uh, this this costs you no money if you want to borrow my copy of Sonic Forces. Just email us, Nintendo Cartridge Society at, at gmail.com. All right, Mark, let's get into it. We've been screwing around enough. We got to talk about Super Mario Land 2, six golden coins. So, previous to right now, when was the last time you played this game? I can't I can't even remember. Yeah, me neither. I don't think I owned it. So I must have like borrowed it from somebody or played it at somebody's house. Yeah. Like, I only have the vaguest of memories. I did have this game as a kid. I beat it as a kid. Um which is not surprising because it's not or for the the majority of the game is not very difficult. Um and then that the Mario's Castle, Wario's Castle, whatever. Kind of tough. Yeah. Um but I, I know I did beat it as a kid. I, I must have beaten a bunch of hard video games as a kid because uh, I know I beat games as a kid. Um, but yeah, it has, it has been probably at least 20 years for me since, since I last played it. Um, and uh, I quite enjoyed revisiting it. Yeah, me too. It's kind of a... Is it fair to say that it's a weird sequel in two different ways? Like, yes, it doesn't really feel just like a Super Mario Brothers game that you would play on the NES. Yeah. And it's also very different from the original Super Mario Land. Yeah. So, I mean, the Game Boy occupies a weird space in like game series for a lot of reasons, right? Like uh, you're, you're taking what is, uh, you know, a game that's presented on like different hardware and trying to find a way to reiterate it on a system that has four colors, that has, you know, a smaller, blurrier screen. Um, like, everything about it has to be, like, kind of retooled in order to, like, make sense for a handheld device. Um, and I think, like, they, they, like, this game to me feels like it is a sequel to, it's like a, it doesn't feel like it's in the same series as Super Mario World 1, right? Like, Super Mario World the original Super Mario World, no, sorry. The original Super Mario Land feels like it is a sequel to Super Mario Brothers and like uh, Mario Super Mario Brothers Two uh, yeah. in Japan. Yeah, like yeah, like aesthetically, yes. it's very similar. It has that um, like real old Mario eight bit style. Yeah, and then this one is much more based on like Super Mario Brothers Three, like yeah. how we imagine Mario today. This is like Super Mario Brothers Three, Super Mario World, and then this. Um, which like that is the this game came out after Super Mario World, um, and it's sort of like the last proper Super Mario Brothers game, uh, for a long time, for like a decade, um, but it I I don't know it's it's so the game is so weird, um, I, I we uh, a couple months ago talked about if we were making a new Mario game like what. Uh, qualities from old Mario games would we want it to have? And one of the things that I said I wanted was like the sort of rampant spirit of invention that this game has, um, just in like its aesthetics. 
um, you know, one of the worlds, a, a, a turtle eats you and you go inside like water. There's like a water world inside the, the turtle's belly. There's another one where you're inside a giant Mario robot. There's a pumpkin world that's all about like Halloween. Yeah, which actually made me think of Mario plus Rabbids Kingdom Battle. Oh, like I wonder if that, that. Well, well, isn't there? There's an entire like spooky yeah world yeah, right. that is like pumpkin themed, and it just made me wonder if like that was inspired by Super mm-hmm. Mario Land Two because Super Mario Land Two, uh, made by the same people who made Metroid, so it's an entirely different team than did Great. the console Mario's, and it feels very different. Mario's like chunkier, like he feels heavier. He doesn't. Do you think he to feels me, heavier? He to, feels lighter to me. Oh, that's that... interesting. No, to me, he like feel when he's it's his normal, um, like Super Mario. Yeah, without the rabbit ears or whatever. Like to me, he he does he feels like a little meatier. That's interesting. I I felt like uh, even without any of the power ups, his jump is like a little bit slower. Um, so I felt like I had a lot, like there was a lot more forgiving in the jumps that I could like float him back to where I, I needed him to be. Um, how, how are we going to approach this thing? There's, there's so much in here. What do you want to talk about? You want to talk about Mario power-ups? You want to talk about worlds that we liked, things that were confusing to us? Yeah, well, I mean, let's talk about the kind of like the skeleton of the game, like the structure of the game. Yeah. So uh, uh, I, let's we'll start with the the premise because we we talked about the the setup for Zelda two. So we'll talk about the the setup for Super Mario Land two. Uh, Mario has just been away on his adventure in Sarasa Land, uh, fighting a, uh, an alien that has kidnapped Princess Daisy, and he returns home only to discover that his castle. That's right, Mario has a castle. Has been taken over by Wario. That's right. There's a Wario. And uh, Wario's design in this game. I, this is the first time Wario ever showed up. Right? Oh, yeah. He was invented for this game. Mm-hmm. Uh, he looks crazy. He does look crazy. The The positioning of his pupils <laughs> makes him look insane. It's really funny. Uh, he's also huge. Mm-hmm. like Much larger than Mario. He's like two Marios wide by two Marios tall. Um, he's a very funny looking character. Uh, but he has uh, taken over... Uh, Mario's castle. We don't ever really see Wario until the very end of this right. game. Right. You see a shadow running along like the top of yeah. the castle back yeah. and forth, which is awesome. He looks like a cartoon character, like a Tex Avery character. Um and uh yeah, so you have to grab the six golden coins from around the world that are uh, apparently the the keys to Mario's castle. And you can approach these six worlds in any order you want. Um which means that there's really no solid difficulty curve uh, at any point um and w- which is a little bit of a bummer i feel like the game starts e- like just not not just starts easy but just like is easy throughout yeah for sure with the possible exception of the the pumpkin world which i feel like the pumpkin and space i feel like are the, the two harder ones mm-hmm. was that your experience too or did they all kind of feel the same yeah and uh no i i, I totally agree i actually i also did those like last like space was actually the one i did was the final level yeah i did i did pumpkin last um i found that like the boss battle in space for whatever reason uh hard oh like uh, he shoots uh so it's like a somebody in a helicopter type thing well it's it's uh uh, mark would you be surprised to learn that it is the boss from super mario world the original super mario world whose name is tatanga 
Uh, Super Mario Land. Super Mario Land, yes. Thank you for correcting me. Correct me every time I say that. <laughs> um, Tatanga, yeah, is the the main boss in Super Mario Land, um, and he is also the boss of the Space Zone. That makes total sense. Yeah. But yeah, I found him challenging. He shoots, like, two different projectiles at a time and then swoops down. You have to, like, jump on him. Yeah. Um, I uh, had a tough time, or I didn't really have a, a tough time this go-round, um, but in the Mario Zone, um, the three piglets, the three three little pig heads are what they're called. I'm, I'm looking all this up. I don't have it committed to memory. <laughs> um, but it's, like, three pigs that, like, jump out of their little, like, houses and attack you one at a time. Yeah, and the houses are uh, straw, sticks, and brick. So right. they're, like, the three little pigs from the ner- uh, children's story. Yeah. It's yes. not really a fairy tale, right? Uh, I mean, who knows? <laughs> There's also a Disney cartoon about it. Um, but uh, as a kid, I remember that giving me a lot of trouble, and I had to like try it over and over and over again. Um, but uh, you know, as an adult, was um, you know, fine. <laughs> yeah, the th- the three little pig one is probably it's fair to say the most different boss fight. I'm trying to remember the other ones. Like, I feel like a lot of them are like the Tatanga fight, where there's like a projectile, then the thing swoops down, right, and, and you like just a gotta U jump shape, on it while it swoops. Like jump on the top. Yeah. So the the other ones are there is a sewer rat in the uh, macro oh, zone. Oh, that's right. He uh, comes out of like he jumps out of pipes. pipes. Um, he's got like a drill on his nose, so you just can't hit him in the front. And other than that, you're fine. There's a a witch in the pumpkin zone, um, which was kind of cool, but also like you know you you've killed it before you even realize. Um, there's an octopus in the turtle zone. And a bird in the tree zone, uh, and all of those, you know, they they all play out pretty much the same way. Avoid some projectiles, jump on the thing, do it three times, and that's it. Yeah. Before we talk too much about like the specific lands, yep. I'll, uh, I also wanted to talk about the way you earn extra lives in this game, and like the use of coins, which because it's super weird. Coins. Hey, what do coins do in Mario games? You collect 100 of them and you get an extra life. Wrong. Not true. Not true here. Um, how do you collect extra lives in this game? I forget. Like, uh, is every 100 enemies? So every 100 enemies triggers a star. Oh, that's right. So, so the only way you can mm-hmm. earn extra lives, as far as I could tell then, is either find them in the world, which are hearts, yep. instead, of mu- uh, instead of like green one at mushrooms, which makes sense. There is no how green. would you tell the There's difference? There's no green. Um, or you can go to play these mini games, and the mini games at are... the end of the levels when you hit the uh, uh, the bell. Uh, yes, that part. But also, uh, in the there's like a tree trunk that's right by the opening stage yes. of the game, and if you go into there, it tells you you can spend what is it like thirty, fifty, two hundred, or nine hundred ninety nine coins. Yes, and. And each one is like a different casino game. Yeah, which is just different versions of like slots or like stop the, the or like wheel, at the, the end of like the wheel, at the wheel. end of Price is Right. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> um, but the more you spend, like the better the uh, the prizes. The prizes. So mm-hmm. if you spend nine hundred ninety nine, is that how much it is? Is that too yeah. much? Nine hundred ninety nine. No, I did it once. Yeah, I did too. It's like there's uh the option the chance to get like a twenty mm-hmm. extra lives, like five extra lives three two or like something like I that think the I odds get like 30 better. extra lives uh in in doing that one and then like the one where you just spend 30 it's just the regular mario power-ups right okay um yeah and if you do lose all of your lives at any uh, lives at any point uh the coins go back to the the bosses um 
which you don't have to replay through like all of the uh, worlds to get to them. You can just walk right up to them, but you do have to refight them uh, if you have to continue in this game. And then Patrick had mentioned it earlier, but at the end of every level, there are two exits. Or there's usually one exit. Yeah. But at the very top, if you there's like a bell mm-hmm. that is a little bit difficult to get to, unless you have the bunny ears. In which case, it's so easy, <laughs> and you've already gotten it. But when you hit the bell, when you exit, you go through to a mini game. Yeah, and in in the there's really just the two types of mini game, right? There's one where it's like the claw grabber mm-hmm. thing, and then there's another one where you just uh, like hit a button and it like follows a little path. Yeah, there's two mice that are like chewing up wires, chewing up the cables. And they're like going back, they're uh, going across the screen really quickly, and then when you stop it, it like depending on where the mice are, the, right? It it follows a, a the current based on that. It, yeah. Um. Do you find that game essentially unplayable? That you just jump and like there's you, there's no strategy to it. No, right? no. It, it is it is just basically another slot machine. Yeah, yeah. There, there's no way to like try and game that one. They're moving way too fast. And also, like, I always have to. I take a second to like kind of trace it you know, to see if I can figure out the path uh-huh. once I hit it. And I usually don't figure it out before <laughs> it actually gets up there. So I'm, I might be just be too dumb for him. Um, yeah. So uh, did you ever uh, die all the way in this game? I, I ended it with like 40 lives. No, I, I did not die all the way, but I definitely did not end it with like 40 lives. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I, when I did the 999 coin thing, I got 30 extra lives. Oh, so it was uh-huh. like, I was always really unlucky. Like, I ended up, hmm, got, like, two here, one here, never got, like, the 20 or 30 or whatever. I also feel like there were a lot of times that I was uh, doing, like, the claw grabby game uh, at the end of levels and getting the three extra life thing, mm, mm-hmm. uh, which is very helpful as well. I think I ended with, like, six lives or something like that. Okay. Um Still respectable. Also, <laughs> Thank I, you. I started... Uh, Thanks for not shaming me for my <laughs> six lives. Um, I started sort of uh, save scrubbing at uh, going in, in Warriors Castle. Oh yeah, a hundred percent. Yeah, because yeah. <laughs> I got I was so sick of Warriors Castle is hard. Yeah, well let's save that until okay. right. the end here. Right. Um, do you want to go through the the worlds one by one and just like talk about them? Yeah. Okay. Uh, we will start. We will go around the map. Um, kind of counter. No, clockwise. Clockwise. Starting at the tree zone. Um, tree zone. You're going in this tree. This is something that we made reference to earlier. Um, the first level of that, it's like inside the tree, and there's like sappy deposits that you're like kind of swimming through. Mm-hmm. Um, and some of the enemies in there are fish that look like cows. Mark, what's going on here? This game has crazy enemies just across the board. There yeah. are some like Mario standards, uh-huh. like Goombas and Goombas with wings uh-huh. and Koopa Troopas. Right. And but piranha even, plants, but uh-huh. like even some of those, they're like not. There's a ghost Goomba in this game. <laughs> yeah, this, this game is crazy. This game is crazy. Um, all right, let's. We we have to. I'm sorry. I know that we were talking about the tree zone. We have to just move over to the pumpkin zone <laughs> because I mean, tree zone is fine. It's whatever, like whatever. Uh, it has some interesting mechanics, like you were saying. Like there's. The sap that you get like stuck in, and you can jump up through it, yeah. right? And then, but there's, then there's also, also the sap that you like can fall down through. Is that also in the tree zone? Yeah, that's all in the tree zone. And like there, there are parts of the sap that are like thicker, and then there's like water inside it. 
it's very strange. There are a lot of like different swimming physics. Yeah, in, in the game. in just in general, this game plays much more like what we what I now know is like a Wario Land game than it does a Mario game. Totally. The platforming is much slower. It's more about exploration. Um, it's a little Sonic-y in that way, is that a lot of times there's like uh, upper and lower parts of a level and you may not see one or the other. Yeah. Yeah, which is uh, tricky to do on a small screen like the Game Boy screen. Um, just because like, you know, Mario's sprite is bigger in this than it is in the original uh, Super Mario Land. He's tiny in the original Super he's Mario so Land. Everything's small. so tiny. Oh my gosh, he's so small. But in this one, he's bigger, which means that, like, there's just less screen space, uh, you know, by comparison. Um, yes, yeah, so there'd be times where I'm like, can I go down this, like, trench? Is this a death or right. is this going to actually just take me to another part of the level and you gotta you gotta just you just go, gotta try you just gotta figure it out do we skip to the pumpkin zone now or should we talk our way to it <laughs> let's just skip to it pumpkin I mean, zone yeah uh weirdest enemies in in the game crazy jason's mask uh-huh from the friday the 13th games that's right with big old feet uh-huh. and a knife sticking out of its head a knife wa- sticking walking out of back its and head. forth and you can you can jump on top of this enemy to kill them so you're just driving the knife further into their like skull and that's what kills them that's canon i mean and the, the thing that's weirdest about that is like it's just a goomba <laughs> like functionally it's just a goomba <laughs> why didn't they just make it a goomba uh there are also like weird vampire wizards that throw bats at you um which you never see in any other mario game um there are like i said the ghost goombas there are also just booze yeah those also also exist um and there there's like a cyclops monster that will like run after you when it sees you it's very strange i don't know what to do with the pumpkin zone i like i like it too but (laughs) but it's very confusing it is it's all it's also just really funny that they've done all this stuff, and I guess maybe other than you could argue that the now we're skipping ahead to space. Do it, could, do it, do it. You could it. argue that the um moon level at the end of Super Mario Odyssey, how the jump physics are totally different. Yeah, like reminding me of the space level in mm-hmm. uh Super Mario Land Two. Yeah, so let's uh, let's hop over to space now. Look, I'm sorry. I said I said clockwise, and now we're going all <laughs> we're over going the place. all over the place. <laughs> Look, the game takes you into space, so we're just in the spirit of the game. We're going everywhere. And in order to get to the space level, right? It the only way it can be ac- accessed is if you go to this hippo level. Are they re- they must be real hippos, right? Or hippo statues? It's not but, clear to me. Okay, they're, so these, they're not animated. That's right. So right. these hippo statues. Slash real life hippos <laughs> blow a bubble like they do, and you can you jump into the bubble mm-hmm. and you can make your way through the level. But it should be mentioned that right now this is like a different swimming through the air physic than physics than we see anywhere else in the game. Yeah, it's weird. I got the muscle memory of it, but I can't actually remember what it is. Is it if you hold you hold the two a, buttons? It's just one button. Oh, okay. You just hold the jump button to like ascend. And you let go to to decent. Oh, okay, and that's true in space as well. Yeah. So it's kind of like training you for that. Yeah. So you have to make your way th- in the bubble all the way across, and there's this time there's actually two exits. Yeah. Uh, and the second one is only attainable if you're way up in the if bubble. You like yeah. mastered the bubble. Yes. And you have to make it to that second exit in order to get to the space world. 
Right. And then the space world is just like two levels and, you know, one, uh, one like hidden exit thing. Um, but they're the, are they both? No, one of them is where the, it's just like an obstacle course and you have to like zero gravity Mario all, all the way through it, which is kind of cool. Um, and like a, a fun little level where you're just like avoiding stars uh-huh. <laughs> and also like enemies that are uh, trying to, trying to get you. Um, and then, uh, as discussed, you fight the main boss from uh, Mario Land 1, uh, and then you're back down, uh, back down on the ground. If you, fail the, if you fail to get the second, like the higher exit from that hippo level, it just spits you out like on the road to the macro zone. Yeah. Um, should we use this opportunity to talk now about the macro zone? Yeah, let's, let's do it. Macro zone is just a house. It's like a house where everything is big or where you're small. Mark, I don't know which is the case. I, you know, that's actually a really good point. The macro zone would lead you to believe that it is larger. Right. Here's the thing. I always feel like Mario is small in this game. Mm-hmm. Like when you go to the Mario zone, which is a giant Mario robot statue. Um, when you're in the tree zone, <laughs> which you know you just have when you have a, I guess like a castle. When you have a private island with your castle on it, yeah. <laughs> or like when you get swallowed by the turtle, like everything in uh, Mario Land feels big compared to Mario. Um, so anyway, you're in Macro Zone, which is just just a house, and there are like mice and other and creatures. Everything's in there. big. It is. There is uh, one of the levels. The things you're platforming on are the Nintendo Lego ripoffs that were short lived. I don't know. They're about like those. NB blocks or something like that. Okay. Yeah. I, I, I have no idea. It's exactly what it sounds like. It was their attempt at ripping off Lego and it didn't succeed. Cool. Um, and at the end, there's the uh, rat with the uh, drill nose that we discussed previously. Uh, continuing around the island, Pumpkin Zone is next. We have covered the Pumpkin Zone. Man, is it weird. I would love to see the Pumpkin Zone re- return in something else. Um, and then the Mario Zone, a giant wind-up like mechanical Mario statue. I like the way this level plays out in that like when you come to it, you just see like the one dot at the at the beginning, like Mario's uh, shoe kind of like slides over and you're like, oh, here's the first level. And then uh, like different pieces of the Mario statue open up as you're like traversing. Yeah, you're the like world. making your way to the top. Um, it is interesting also to me that each there's no set standard for how many levels a world is going to have. Nope, none. Sometimes there's just two. Right. Sometimes there's like four. <laughs> you know, you never know. And there's like uh special areas in some of them. Uh, the pumpkin zone has two special like uh exits that you can get to. How many of those did you did you do in your playthrough? Uh, I think I only got one in the pumpkin zone. I also the one only that's got... in like the upper left. Yeah, I also only got that one in in the pumpkin zone. Um, and I'm I'm looking at a list of uh, so pumpkin zone has two. Um, there's one in the tree zone, one in the space zone, uh, one in macro, none in the Mario zone, and one in the turtle zone. Um, but they're all like kind of strange you need to take a special exit uh, away from the level and then you get one shot at the special world and either you beat it or you die and either way it sends you back and if you want a second shot at it you've got to beat the world like using this special exit again to get to it and also there's like i'm not sure what the reward is for it <laughs> yeah that's the thing is i don't really know it's not like um a coin world or something right it's just like another 
fairly difficult world. Like the one in uh the pumpkin zone is a uh it's got a lot of like blocks that can be broken only with uh the fire flower. Mm-hmm. Um which weird uh when you get the fire flower Mario gets a little feather in his cap. Which is that we wouldn't do that anymore, would we? Because I'm assuming that it's a play on, like, Native American stereotypes. I did, too, and I'm not sure why. Like, what about fire is, like, a part of a Native American stereotype? I, is there any? I mean, like, the feather in the cap sure does make it look like Mario's going to, like, put on war paint and, like, dance around it in an offensive manner. Uh, but, he, like, he doesn't do anything like that. He just throws fireballs. Right. I guess the only reason I... Th- I'm thinking that is because of uh, Mr. Game and Watch. Yes. Who yeah. We had to remove an offensive stereotype from him. Yeah. And I mean, so I just wonder if it was. Yeah, we probably wouldn't do it now. <laughs> You're right. We probably wouldn't do it now. <laughs> um, but yeah, th- those are like the only two power ups that Mario has in this. Um, uh, uh, the feather, uh, which allows him to throw fireballs, not to run around with a cape. Um, and the the bunny, uh, the bunny ears. Yes, um, which I completely yep. thought yes. were bat wings that sit on Mario's head until Patrick said it, and I looked at the box art, uh-huh. and he's running around with rabbit ears, and not the, bat wings. And the power-up is a carrot. So. <laughs> <laughs> Rabbits famously love carrots. Yeah, I mean, but I, at this point, with the little Jason mask walking around, was not looking for logic. Right, you don't know what to believe at this point. It's just you know you're all, all insanity here. <laughs> Uh, the, I was looking at the instruction booklet for this thing because you get a basically copy of it with um the eShop purchase that you can you know just uh, peruse, and it <laughs> it claims that like Aqua Mario is a different is like a power up version of Mario, and it's like when Mario uh, when Mario hits the water he becomes Aqua Mario. Nice try, like, instruction booklet. I don't think so. <laughs> I don't think that's right. <laughs> Uh, speaking of Aqua Mario, the next level on our list here is Turtle Zone. Um, I did Turtle Zone first, uh, so now my memory of it is basically shot. Yeah, I did it after Tree Zone. I think I did Tree Zone first. Um, yeah, it's fine. Yeah, you swim around. Uh, the the like overworld graphic for it is kind of cool. There's like a, a crashed submarine and a, a whale that's sleeping at the bottom of the ocean. Um, whales cannot sleep at the bottom of the ocean. They need to breathe oxygen. <laughs> so, Mario, you know, stop presenting false things as true. Well, and look, I'm no expert. Right. But can't they, couldn't they sleep underwater for a while if they wanted to because don't they only have to come up for air i think every once in a while i think it's still like how long can a whale hold its breath hours uh hours yeah i would think like half an hour all right all right i'm I'm looking this up okay uh Uh, what kind of what kind of how long can a blue whale sure do that call call it a blue whale yeah while you're looking that up there was one more enemy type uh from the pumpkin zone i wanted to talk about there are dry bees in this so, like, skeleton bees that are, like, flying around like bees do in any video game. But when you jump on them, they're only dead for a little bit because they're like the skeleton the skeleton Koopas in any other game. They're dry bees. Anyway, I want to see a return of dry bees. 80 to 90 minutes at a stretch. 80 to 90 minutes. Yeah. Okay. All right. So, so but no, you're right. Okay. So it's saying uh, a whale could take a quick How nap. do whales and dolphins sleep without drowning? Observations of bottomless dolphins and aquariums and zoos and of whales and dolphins of the wild show two basic methods of sleeping. 
They either rest quietly in the water, vertically or horizontally, or sleep while swimming slowly next to another animal. Well, just to another animal? <laughs> I don't feel like that really answered our question. No, I don't, I don't think it did either. This is a bummer. We're going to need to bring in a whale expert for the next one of these. All right, so that that's all the that's all the the lands that you can the zones that you can visit, uh, and then finally, with all six coins intact, you go to uh, Mario's castle, now Wario's castle, and you storm it. And there's one level here, one level, one no midway point, no checkpoint, not even at the boss. Which, what do, what are we doing here? Why is it, why why? There should be a checkpoint before the boss, especially a boss that you need to fight three different versions of. Uh-huh. And you better bet. Oh, you better bet. That I used uh, the virtual console save states. Me too. <laughs> once I got to that point. Yep. I mean, I I just tried to do like a straight run through the castle, died, and I was like, all right, let's do this again. Uh, did Got two Wario, uh, died, and then realized there was no checkpoint. It was like, all right. You had your shot to play fairly with me, Super Mario Land 2. Uh, now I'm going to scrub this thing. Oh, one other enemy type that's found... <laughs> no, 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 no. That's found only in Wario's Castle. Yes. Are... I don't know what they're supposed to be. They look kind of like the um, torture bot from Star Wars A New Hope. When... Okay, like, keep going. When Princess Leia is... You know, she like wakes up and Darth Vader and the stormtroopers come in and there's like... The, that dr- f- flying orb droid that has two like giant it's got syringes, little syringes yeah. <laughs> sticking out of it, which hilarious. <laughs> but um, it's uh, an injection droid, <laughs> like uh, two just enormous needles. What are they? <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't know. What what can that thing possibly be for other than torture? Um, but okay, in mm-hmm. in Mario's castle, there's like those sort of things. That go back and forth, but they're not on. They're not attached to anything. See, they're not I, on like a pendulum. See, I always assume that the that it is like the ball and chain kind of things that we would see in Super Mario World. But there's no chain. There's no chain. I feel like the chain is just implied. It's a Game Boy, man. I do think. It's I think funny. they're tor- I think they're torture droids. You think they're torture droids? Yeah, man, that is dark. Um, there are also uh, giant piranha flower uh, statues. These are statues, right? Yeah, they spit. That, they that spit, spit fireballs. Fire. Yeah, um, and there are also like Wario fists that come down. There are a lot of unique enemy types in just this last level. Well, the Wario fists are mean because they only happen if you step on a certain tile. That's right for them. And I don't. I've never been able to successfully avoid one once I've triggered it. Have you? Like no, I don't think it's possible. I don't. I don't think it's possible. Okay. Yeah, I think you just have to take the hit. Um. So you you battle your way through uh Mario's castle now Wario's castle. You find Wario. He's hanging out in a throne room. He's got that looks very similar to the throne rooms that you see uh before you get on the airships in Mario Brothers Three. That's right. He's um, got crazy eyes. Right. So do you think that uh like Mario built that castle and that throne room after his adventure in Super Mario Brothers Three? Oh yeah, like- no, he did. He like. You know, uh, it, when you're trying to get decorating ideas and you're looking yeah. through like magazines and yeah. you're something, and you're like, "Oh, I really like this. I should do it for myself." And you know, the space is different, so it never turns out exactly, exactly the same. Right? But you're just trying to get like the essence of, it, and I feel like he really accomplished that here. Right. Well, and you know, Mario, he's out on his adventures, and he keeps seeing the. And these are kings, right? These are kings of worlds, and he goes and he sees, and he's like, "These guys." 
are living the they're in the lap of luxury and they all decorate their castles the exact same way. <laughs> and so Mario, that track is laid early for him. This is what a castle throne room looks like. Um, but what he doesn't anticipate is a big fat Wario sitting on that throne. And you show up and Wario's like, not today. Right. Battle of battles. Um, and this, I guess this is one thing that is different is uh, there, what's this ball? There's a ball on the top of the screen that like Is goes... it a ball? I thought it was like a po- like a potion. Oh, no, no, you're right. It is a ball. It yeah. is a ball. There, there's, there's, yeah. a, there's a ball that like goes back and forth. It's maybe like a disco ball that doesn't sparkle or it's like a chandelier or a light fixture or just a crystal ball that is hung from the ceiling. And when Wario jumps on the ground with his big fat self, mm-hmm. the the ball falls down. And you also get kind of frozen in place for a second. Um, and he will frequently jump twice. He'll jump, poof, the thing falls down, and then he just does it again mm-hmm. to be a jerk. Hey, uh, I really want to talk about this Wario bar, uh, boss fight. Yeah. But yeah, back to Mario's like decorating. Yeah, please. Okay, so when you're going through Wario's castle, excuse me, Mario's castle that Wario has taken over. Thank you. There's, like, all these enemies and weird rooms with pits and, like, um... Yeah. Do you think... I think this is the same thing. Mario has visited so many of Bowser's castles that are filled with pits, that so are filled with enemies. Mario's like, before I can get to my throne room, which... Is that Mario's bedroom? But until I get to my, like, throne room, I think every it's... time I want to traverse this, these, like, pits right. full of dangerous... Lava or acid or whatever, where I have to stand on this platform, right, very carefully, and duck under a thing. Yeah, so it's like if I want to get a glass of water, right, in the middle of the night, I have to like carefully walk on these yes. tri- moving platforms. Uh, this makes perfect sense to me because these are the kinds of obstacles that Mario can overcome. These are also the things that if you're a king, you have to be worried about somebody always trying to assassinate you. Right. So Mario, Mario's paranoid. Mario has made a lot of enemies. Right? It is 1992 at this point. He's, he's made Wart, the king of Dreamland, angry. Bowser angry a bunch of times. Various Koopas and Goombas and Koopa kids. It, this, is, this is to keep those characters from coming to him and getting him in the night. Right? He's like uh, Howard Hughes. He is like Howard Hughes. He's, he's like holed up in this castle. in jars. <laughs> sleeping on his throne. <laughs> I like that. I like the idea that Mario, he doesn't have a bedroom. He sleeps sitting up on, on his throne. Yeah, he's just too paranoid. So you fight Wario uh, in, in this throne room, and then uh, Wario runs away. And you're like, is that it? Yeah, it's a classic jump on his head three times, yeah. call it good. Uh, and then you go into another room, and he is like, da-da-da-da, I've got your fire flower. He equips himself with the fire flower. Now you have to fight fiery wario quick sidebar yes um the all the physics of the items in the game are a little bit strange Uh, and a little bit inconsistent right yeah because a lot of times so the mushroom when you get the mushroom it moves like you expect a mushroom to yep (laughs) when you know how you expect mushrooms to move (laughs) when you get the uh carrot the fire flower or even the star they stay put they stay put Although sometimes the star moves. Also inconsistent. Yeah. And then when you shoot the fireballs, yes. they act more like the um, like super balls or whatever they were called in Super Mario Land 1. Like they're kind of... Uh, they're a little more persistent. Yeah. They like split the difference between the two. Like the physics of those feel different 
than yeah. just regular mar- uh, fireballs. Right. But not, yeah, like you said, it's kind of splitting the difference because the Super Balls will like bounce all the way They ricochet yeah. like all over the place. Um, and this is a little bit more like they, they just sort of stick around for a while. Um, so you got to deal with Wario throwing those around. And again, bop, bop, bop. You hit him three times. He runs away again. And you're like, surely this time I've done it. No. Now he gets a carrot eats it or whatever <laughs> and becomes a uh, bunny Wario, which is maybe even the easiest version of him. Right? Yeah. Yeah. I, yes, I agree. Um, and then you bop on him three times. Uh, and that's it. That's the end of the game. You get your castle back and kick Wario out. Um, I like that. I like that Wario goes through all of the power-ups. Um, it feels very much like the end of super Mario 3d world where um, you know you've been playing this game, and every now and then you get the bell, and you get to become a kitty, um, and it's super fun to be a cat Mario, and you're swinging your claws, and you're diving and climbing, and then at the end Bowser does the same, and you have to fight Cat Bowser, who's also grabbing the double cherries to make himself to make like six or seven of him, and the end of that game is you're running up a tower away from like seven different Bowsers that are all cats chasing you up this tower and like trying to get you. But Wario did it first is all I'm, is all I'm saying here. Wario did it first. And then you win, you get your castle back. Mm-hmm. The end. The end. So that is Super Mario Land 2, six gold coins. Mark, you enjoyed playing this game right now. Yeah, right? I really did. Is there, is a question I posed to you last time about Zelda. Is there anything from this game that you would like to see in future installments in the Mario series. I think one of the fun things about the Mario series, especially in recent years, and especially with Odyssey, is how much they honor the past. Yeah. And they will pull, like, ideas from uh, anywhere. Right. And put them into the game. And I feel like... And I, I feel like... I guess I don't know if they've already done this, I don't know if the genesis of like the moon level, sure, and like it's jumpy physics. Yeah, if somebody was like, "Hey, remember Super Mario Land two in that space world?" But maybe because I feel like we already get it, or the same with like the pumpkin world, right? And that, the spooky sort of, level in mm-hmm. like Mario plus rabbits. Yeah, um, I, I, I would say for I, I mean, I think you're right that there are some little parts of this game that we we have seen um show up in more modern titles. I would just like to see this game, uh, like, remade or represented or, you know, even, like, obviously it's easy to buy it on the on the virtual console, but, like, let's see a, a full-color version of this game. I want to see a Mario Land All-Stars. I think that would be nice, even though it's just two games. Um, like, it just, just a, a, a modernized version of this and the original Super Mario Land, because I feel like they're, they're weird little relics. That are um, you know trapped on handheld systems and in a black and white presentation, which like you can get over it, but it's something you have to get over. I think there was the DX version of. I think uh, I think that was a ROM hack. I don't think that was real. Oh really? I think so. Oh, I thought it was like an official like uh, a Link's Awakening type release. Mm. But yes, I think to your point, Super Mario Land as a series is very different from what Mario is now and even what it was at the time. That's right. And you can totally tell with after the success of Six Golden Coins and this series basically became Wario Land. Yeah. Like that is it makes more sense to me for it to be its own franchise instead for, of trying yeah. to be 
like, part of the Mario franchise. Yeah, because even these games are Mario-like, but are not what I consider a Super Mario game to be. Um, I would also... The sprite for small Mario looks weird in this, right? It's the only one where he looks like... He looks almost as crazy as Wario. He's a weird-looking dude. They did their best. They did do their best. All right, uh, Mark, let's close out our discussion of Super Mario Land 2, six gold coins. Golden coins? I think it's golden coins. Golden coins. Though, honestly, what's the functional difference between gold and golden? I guess Maybe golden. Maybe it's like chocolate and chocolatey. Like, mm. chocolatey, if it doesn't include cocoa powder or butter or something, then it yeah, you just, can't actually be called chocolate. Just like golden, something doesn't have to actually be made of gold to be golden. Exactly. All right, perfect. I'm glad we solved that. Um, I would love to hear everyone else's experiences with Super Mario Land 2, 6 golden coins. Uh, so you can email us at Nintendo Cartridge Society at, at gmail.com. Gmail Let us know what you think. Um, all right, that's going to do it for this episode of the show. Um, you can find us on uh, Twitter. I'm at Patrick underscore Ellers. Mark is at MKE Mitchell. The show is at Nincart Society. We're also on Facebook. The page there is just Nintendo Cartridge Society. Olivia Duncan made our logo. Our theme music is provided by Apit Betty. You can get more of his music by going to apitbetty.com or by listening right now. For my co-host, Mark Mitchell, this is Patrick Eller saying thank you for listening. Campfire.